Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight? Hello, hello. I mean, before we get into it, is Raquel in the audience? Okay, good. Yeah, good. Ariana? No? Got it. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for coming out tonight for a special edition of Virtual Reality Live. It's, It's Mother's Day edition, baby. I know it already happened, but we're still celebrating some of Bravo's founding mothers. I don't know. Yes, give it up for yes, give it up. Ramona Singer and Caroline Manzo. I don't know if the audience knows this, Danny, but I was doing some research. Ooh. And did you know that the first line uttered on Roni is Ramona Singer? And the same goes for New Jersey and Caroline Manzo. So our literal founding mothers, like the we Mount Rushmore. It. So let's give it up for them. And also, we want to give a special shout out to Tri-State Cadillac, who if you walked in the gorgeous red car, I, I tried to steal it. They said no. She was cute. She was. I really didn't know cute. how to turn it on. It was one of those like push to starts, and I didn't know cars did that. But I love that it was like a little apple red. Yeah, it was very cute. I don't have a license, so I can't drive it. But I took some really cute photos. I know we yeah. took some cute photos, and I mean, I am so excited because they love to be iconic, and there's nothing more iconic than our guest for tonight. Should we bring out our first guest? I think we should bring him out. Are you guys ready? For Can we Ram- start clapping? Yes. For Ramona and Avery Singer. Mike is right there. Two gorgeous blondes. Uh, Actually, it's water because I already had my own. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you can put your wine over. Put your, well, put I your water. Know, what I want to say is because you know my signature thing is who's ready to have turtle time with us tonight? Ooh! Who's ready? We've been having a little turtle time backstage already, and it's been amazing. Oh my god! And speaking of turtle time, these two—they just launched a podcast themselves called Turtle Time with Ramona and Avery. Which, it, if you guys haven't taken a listen, it's really good because. Obviously, the mother-daughter dynamic is so hysterical. Sometimes it's like you don't really know who is the mom. And plus, <laughs> they spill... Are you giving away? <laughs> but you're right. They spill a lot of Housewives tea, too. So it, it's yeah. great. Tell us about this, this venture, getting into the podcasting world. And but do you, you like working together? Well, I'm going to just say um, today is, what, Thursday? But yesterday, we dropped um, our third or fourth podcast. It's all about dating. Oh. This whole dating stuff is really crazy. And um, you have to tune in to listen to how we and I, you know, Avery and I, like, talk about it, right? 
Yeah, I think that it's our banter is very funny. Um, we're from two different generations. My mom is closer to on the 70 <laughs> side. She almost broke the stage with that yeah. power heel. Wow, that was that she is ageless <laughs> and ages backwards. However, I think that it's really funny where when she was dating, there was no um, cell phones or dating apps or any of those things. Hello, and, no answering service. Yes, there oh, was no answering machine. Yeah, I mean, just through listening, you it's Wait, a little antiquated. Have you, you, know? have you taught Ramona about the ick? What's the ick? Well, I taught her. We talked about ghosting. I-C-K? We talked about ghosting. <laughs> What's the ick? When you like meet someone and there's like sometimes you're just like ah. oh they, oh I used to just leave the date and go I got an emergency phone call <laughs> goodbye <laughs> I gotta go well, wait what what's your biggest ick each of you like what what's the one thing a guy can do to make you vacate a date me or her both oh. of you I want to well, know well one time I went on this date like the cool place was sign of the dove and I met this guy here and he I met him at the gym and he seemed kind of you know he was a lawyer nice looking ba 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 and he was perspiring he had these Sweat well, yeah. underneath. And I'm like, I ick. think everyone would have an ick from that. Yeah, I said, like, goodbye. But don't if you're call into sweat, that's okay. <laughs> what about you? I would say, yeah, I plus one on that. And then also, I would say if they just are only talking about themselves and they're not engaging and asking questions and or if they're just like messy mm. and like maybe like talk with their mouth, like, or what is it? Maybe messy mouth with food? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like my God. The mouth. Oh, my with gosh. Their mouth open oh, that's so like, gross. Like, what if there's like. I, but you can teach. I them. haven't done that. I but haven't gone out with someone that's you can done teach. that. You can teach. You can yeah, teach. Yeah, my mom says teach. that we could teach. You can make someone better. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so we'll see. Okay. You know. Well, I actually did listen to the dating episode. And one thing that I heard, Ramona, is that you tried out the apps. Oh. Bethany was like, hey, you should give the apps a go. Right. What? What happened? They suck. I mean, she can hardly text me back. Stop. So she knew like, how to do the apps. I did. I did. For I did. anyone who ever texts my mom, she just speaks into her phone with Siri and nothing ever makes sense. And sometimes if there's a point where I'm just like, mom, you're giving me anxiety with your texting. You make zero sense. Like, please don't text me. Okay. But going back to the apps, to all you men and women out there. So okay, you, sw- you swipe left, right, whatever. I learned because I tried it a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting all dressed up and looking glam and traveling, and I need some jerk. So you know what I do now? What, what I did, I don't do it anymore. But at that time, what I did was I, what's it called? I FaceTime them, but not. They didn't get my phone number. You can do it through the app. So I'm telling all of you people out there, you FaceTime them because then you can see their whole like, you know, their mantra, their you demeanor, catch the and then you're not wasting any time. Were there any that you got on FaceTime? No. With? You're like wrong number. No. no. <laughs> well, no, one of her FaceTime dates apparently just. Serenaded her the whole time. No, yeah. was he a good singer? Like, played a guitar. No, okay, a singer so, for the singer. No, and he was, like, <laughs> he was actually extremely handsome. Okay, and uh, he was like, uh, he actually was like lived, lived in Westchester, um, very successful, older children, like my age, whatever. Like he seemed like really like a good candidate. So I said, okay, so let's FaceTime each other. So he decided to pick up his guitar and start singing to me. Never making eye contact. So after 10 minutes, I go, can you look me in the eye and talk to me? Uh, was it an original song or a song you knew? I have no idea. <laughs> well, I like that he could also play guitar and for 10 minutes. Stamina. Hello. Well, yeah, hello. I was turned off. Yeah, well, okay. So you're it not on... It was an ick. I-C-K. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, you're not on the apps now, but are you dating? You know what? Yeah, I date. Absolutely. Dating, you know, I think dating 
well, first of all, I always say to everyone out there, the best thing is is to build your friend group. And I really love the fact that Avery learned that from me. What's really important in life is to be social and be surround yourself by people who you really enjoy and love. It could be straight guys or or, or gay people. I have a lot of gay friends because I know they're not trying to get into my pants. And um, <laughs> they're not yeah. trying to serenade you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, I have a, so I have a very full life. And yes, I like to date, but it has to be. I'm not going to like settle for anything. No one settles for anything. Manifest what you want because you are special, and just. Go for what you want. Don't settle. Why do I feel... I like... You could be a cult leader. I'll follow you. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I do feel like Ramona has passed on some incredible traits to Avery. I actually rewatched Roni season one. I don't know if any of you guys have taken a little trip down memory lane, but I did to prepare for tonight. And it's so crazy to see how mature Avery was at such a young age. I mean, in the premiere episode, she's like, yeah, my mom taught me to get a good job and that way I won't have to be financially dependent on a man. She's literally 12. <laughs> what, when you, when both of you watch that back, how does it make you feel? So we watched it back for the first time like two years ago during COVID when we were all quarantining together. With like, my ex-husband. Yes. Oh. We are functionally dysfunctional. Um, but yeah, it was crazy to watch back and we had literally never seen it. We didn't even realize that we were the opening act of Roni or anything like that. And I remember watching and I call her little Aves. And I was just like, wow, she's so mature. She's so well-spoken. Like, is she going to, is she proud of who I am now? Because I'm like, she's a force to be reckoned with. Um, and well, they called you the uh, moral compass yes, of the show. Yes, moral compass. Yeah, the, the voice yeah. of reason. Voice of reason. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 100%. Yeah, um, I feel like you were very necessary to Roni season one. It was so chaotic. So chaotic, Roni season one. And Avery was there. Little Aves was there to ground it all. Yeah. It's, it's, wait, wait, crazy. With her little headband. Yeah. And her pearls. And my pearls. And the pearl necklace. Thinking I was like Blair Waldorf before she existed. But uh, like, you know. And she was also true. prioritizing schoolwork over a potential Meryl Streep role. Like you, like you were about to audition for a movie with Meryl Streep and you're like, mm, oh, I, yeah. I kind of got homework, guys. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. But I'm like watching it back. I said that I'm studying really hard because it's very important to like go to a good school to get a good job and be able to be independent. And I was able to do that. And I went to University of Virginia. I worked at Morgan Stanley and Newberger Berman, switched to tech, and now I'm starting my own company. Yeah, now you so, Yeah. Wait, so tell us a little bit about Batch boss, because I feel like these bachelorette parties, are just, they're getting out of control. We need someone to, like, rein it in they're and help over, us out. There's so much Excel sheets. It's hard. Yeah, too many. Yes. And the Venmo so requests. for those of you who don't know, because it is recently new, I launched a company with one of my best friends. It's called Batch Boss. Um, it is essentially full-service itinerary concierge planning for bachelor or bachelorette parties. Um, we like to say that we are the third party, the best friends that you didn't have, because right now it's, like, these three-day excursions to Cabo or Nashville or everything. So we kind of do everything start to finish. I oh, mean, no. Wait, wait. She does more than start to finish. Okay. Oh, You'll walk into wherever you are. It's very curious. Okay. You walk into like balloons for the bride or bachelor. Like themes. Like, okay, I, I love this theme for her girlfriend. Green with envy because they're all envious Ooh. that the person's getting married. They have all green outfits. Ooh. And then she does uh, what? What? You have the... Yeah, so we the have a lot. We have a lot of partnerships as well, yeah. and we're able to get into a lot of like reservations. It's called fun, yeah. fun, fun, twenty four seven. Yeah, she makes your bachelor bachelor party hashtag Instagrammable. Seven entertaining, nonstop, high rush 
fabulous. Well, I that love sounds like that. you, Ramona. Yeah, <laughs> she's a momager for it. She's like our biggest <laughs> spokesperson. Yeah. Well, she, I know you say you'll do three-day weekends. Would you do a week-long trip for your mom that she might be going on soon? Yes. We Are you going to plan that one yeah, out for the her? ultimate girls trip for St. Bart's. Would you let yes. her bash boss that up? I mean, we have a lot of connections with or without, you know, so we can make it happen. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Well, speaking of Real Housewives, Ultimate Girlship, Roni Legacy, Ramona, the rush I felt inside of me watching you go out on stage with all your old castmates. You mingled. You, know you the, were there? I wasn't there, but I watched. But everybody felt the same vibe. None of us were there, but we all felt it. I felt like okay. I was there. I wish I was there. How did it feel to walk out on stage with your former ca- or new new castmates again? And you're part of it. We all thought you weren't going to re-enter the franchise. Okay, so... About the rush, it was funny because I saw a friend of mine that night after I, I finished doing it, and he's like, you're kind, you're kind of like acting a little high tonight, like very hyper. And I go, you know what? Well, you're right. It was like a rush because it, I can't explain it. Like, you know, I think, no, I can't explain it. What we did, it was very iconic. Uh, and then we yes. all left, and I took a hiatus for two years, and I did not want to do the um, original. They were going to do the legacy for three. I don't want to film for three months anymore because my life is really full of doing other things. But the whole idea of going back for one for, who just want to go back to St. Barnes? Hello? Uh, and get paid for it? <laughs> I'll, I'll sign up. You know, yeah. So it, it was just, you know, to see all the um, people from Bravo and NBC and it, it was a rush and, and then, yeah, it was, it, it was a high. It was a high. And it's very exciting and I'm really thrilled to do it for one week. I love, well, that's also, I feel, what's nice. You can pack your bags, drop them off, do whatever you're going to do. And then you're like, I can go home. Yeah. Was that kind of what you were missing? Because you obviously you were on New York for so long yeah. and kind of so much of your life was it. And you talk about the two years of a hiatus. Did you kind of learn just to like enjoy different parts of like your life during that time? Yeah, I started to cook a lot more. Hmm. Okay. Housewife. She's become the most housewife ever, actually. Huh. It's very funny. Well, what do you mean? Because she, because like she bakes, she's like doing launch. She's a lot of like, she's very, very busy. Just like doing housewife stuff. Yeah. And doing bef- laundry. Yeah. And, be- and before she, you know, was busy not being a housewife, but was a real housewife. Yes. That makes sense. Okay, yes. What's, so what are, what are we making? Oh my gosh. For Easter. Okay. I, I bought like a bun pan. I made a bun cake and my ex-husband said, you didn't make this. You bought it. Oh my God. It came out perfect. So go to Sur La Table, buy their bun cake thing, buy the spray. Why aren't you all writing this down? I'm telling you, it is unbelievable. No one will believe you ever baked it. It was so simple. Ooh. Okay. Bun cakes in St. Bart's, I guess, right? Well, I'm not, I have no time to oh, okay. bake in St. Yeah. Bart's. I'm going to party hard. No, I'm just kind of like, why didn't you bake for me growing up? Like, oh. what? Because I didn't want to get heavy. No, I made homemade <laughs> chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal. No, I made... I made you chocolate chip cookies. They're always in the cookie jar. Oatmeal raisin because it was healthier. Yeah, Uh, and chocolate chip. Avery, how do you feel about your mom doing the Legacy Girls trip? Are you excited to see her back on TV? She's she's probably really entertaining to you, right? Yeah, so we definitely talked about it. I'm really excited. I think it's the best case scenario in the sense because it is 10 days or whatever. Unfortunately, the Roni franchise, like, didn't, and on the highest note. So I'm really excited for everyone to kind of come back and like bring the fun and all of the energy and be able to kind of whatever it ends with more like of a memorable. More of an upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. And I 100%. think all the fans are really anxious for it. And I'm going to be with women I really know because Dorinda and Luann and I have been going on the road. We just, yeah. Yeah. We, we just came back from Texas. We're signed with Live Nation. We did three live appearances at 600 person theaters wow. we also did it in chicago okay. and atlanta we're gonna go nationwide and do it maybe once a month or whatever and anyway it's so i so these are my 
what makes the Roni franchise different or makes us different is we're truly friends. We really like each yeah. other. We have a really nice bond. Yes, we fight like sisters, but we make up too. Well, how has been practice traveling with them since you've been doing a lot of these uh, getaways? Are you kind of being like, oh, I have to be with them for a longer period of time? Are you excited to spend more time with them? No, absolutely. We're having so much fun. I mean, it was, you know, Luann and I, um, if anybody's been watching Roni for the whole 13 seasons, you know Luann and I did not have the best relationship. I actually, we had the most distant relationship. But once she got herself, let's say... I don't want to, I have to be politically correct, so I get my, I, I, this is for now we're recording. Well, when she changed, after she got divorced from Tom, she had a reawakening and became more spiritual. <laughs> what was the embracing. spiritual reawakening she went through? Huh. Huh. <laughs> She's my friend now. <laughs> okay, we, wa we want to keep it that way. Well, Ramona, speaking of girls who are maybe your friend, maybe you're not, Kristen Takeman. She seems kind of like a rogue choice, and you guys... Rogue. Have... I've literally said that verbatim. Oh, oh share, share oh. more. Let's... The Batch boss is bossing up, yes. Yeah, let's, let's no, hear about that. I just that. genuinely forgot who she was. Well, everyone did. Oh, no. Okay, so then, okay, so you get the call. You're doing Roni Legacy. You figure out negotiations, contracts, whatever, and then you learn that Kristen's doing it. What are your thoughts? Well, you know what? I actually met her on Monday at Upfronts, and you know what? People... You met her? I look, she's like, hi, I'm Ramona. <laughs> I mean, You're like, I'm Ramona, I can't take like photos right seven now. Seven years later, hello, how are yeah. you? Oh, no, because I met, like, okay, because actually I felt like I met her for the first time oh. because she was more um, confident, more engaging. I mean, I did reach out to her a week before and saying congratulations, coming on to this new show. She says, thank you for reaching out. And then, you know, she said to me, Ramona, it's nice to see you. I can't wait to catch up. And, you know, listen, life is growth. And, listen, she was like, how, now she, you know, I'm much older than all these girls, and she was really young. So now she's mm. matured. It's seven years later, and she's more confident. I mean, listen, as we get older, don't we want to feel more secure, more confident? Yes. That's what life is about. And let's face it, when Kristen came on like five, six years ago, it was very intimidating to be with me. It's me, probably Gwen, still intimidating, whoever. though. I think she's a little nervous right now wherever she's living. She's like, <laughs> well, I'm going to make her, how about this? I'm going to make her comfortable. Oh. Okay, all right. It's a threat. <laughs> it's a promise. promise. I a love promise. that. promise, okay. And, um, but was there anybody, because obviously since you are, you said the first line of Roni, you have met every single castmate on the show. Was there any that you were like, oh, what about them? Well, I actually said, well, why don't we have Aviva? Why Kristen? <gasps> That's what I yes. thought. But you know what? Bravo knows what they're doing. Okay. And you know what? I believe in Bravo. And Bravo's been very good to me and to Avery. We, you know, they really helped me through my divorce, being financially independent. And they've always supported me in so many ways. So it's yeah. all good. You know, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a great show. You know, what? it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know, I can pick you to come on. It's going to be great. Okay. <laughs> you can come on. You have to wear a blonde wig. Okay. Like a girl. I'll try. I'll try. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Wait, but then you're going to be like, Kristen, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wait Ramona you uh, recently mentioned that you still text Bethany here and there could you yeah. convince her to maybe pop in do a surprise visit I feel like if anyone could convince Bethany it's you you know Bethany is even more strong minded than me Okay. and no one can tell I said more strong minded I think it's stronger alright so correct me <laughs> she does her homework okay so Bethany Okay, so now I lost my train of thought, but okay, thank you. Uh, no one can convince Bethany of anything, and I just, I don't think she would come. Yeah, do you wish she would, though? I don't know if the other girls would like it. Oh, which girls? 
Now, okay. now. Are, okay, well, she's I pleading do, the fifth. I, I do feel like Bethany does brings a different energy to a trip. Like she'll sit down and just kind of you're like, you get like I, it's you get, would get a little exhausted. I feel. Well, you know what we used to say, Bethany takes the air out of the room. <laughs> but I love Bethany. I don't love her because I don't know her that well. But I mean, I, I I respect her. How about that? I respect her tremendously. I mean, she's done such amazing. Th- I and mean, remember, she came on the show. She had nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I thought you were about to start singing Whitney Houston for a second. <laughs> no, but she, you know, I admire her. I do admire her. And she raised a great child, Bryn, and yeah. she's living her life. And you know what? It's, it's all good. But I don't know. She's different. She's, I cannot convince her to come. I'm, no. What I'm wondering from Avery, because I feel like you're probably on TikTok a lot more than your mom, maybe. What are your, do you see Bethany's TikToks? What are your thoughts on the stream of consciousness? We don't really watch TikTok that much. Well, I know that she's definitely taken over the beauty space. With, yes. So when I told my mom that I needed to start saving money and when it was like with makeup, she you referenced, she was like, watch Bethany's drugstore makeup. Oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, my gosh, yes. I was in Florida. She was go to dollar store. I got the sponges for only a dollar. They usually cost five bucks. But the problem is you go to these stores that are inexpensive and then you end up spending 200 bucks because you buy everything else that you don't even use. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Bethany. Wait, Avery, grow, <laughs> growing up on the show, did you have a favorite castmate of your mom's? Like, is there one that you vibed with the most you felt? So I'm 28, and it started when I was 12, just for, like, put in perspective. I don't really remember that much of, like, oh, I bonded with this person over that. I think how I remember Roni is, like, the original just, like, Luan. Well, Sonia used to come to the house all the yeah, time. Yeah, Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, Bethany, like those are the people that I remember. And oh. Jill's, we were family friends with before we started filming. Yeah. So. What do you think of Jill not doing the girls' trip? No comment. Okay, all right. No oh, comment. okay. Maybe I don't want to th- get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel That's you. That's okay. We don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, we don't want to ignite any jealousy. You know what? Even though, but until I realized that you live in Chicago full time, Avery, when they were doing this Roni reboot, I was like, how perfect would it be if it was Avery Singer leading the charge there, passing the torch? Because was that ever not, something you wanted to float the mind? You're almost in your 30s, and some of these housewives are in their 30s now. We're, we're getting there. No, no, no. She's never going to do a oh. housewife show. No. <laughs> no. Not over my dead me. body. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. No. Why? Why is that, Ramona? Why would you uh, warn her because, against it? Because, you know what? Doing a reality show it has a lot of pluses and a lot of negatives. And I only did the show to help my ex-husband. We developed a business that I encouraged him to do to create sales. That's the only reason why we did it. And then it, it, I knew it would be great from the first first season. I knew. I, I predicted we'd have a million viewers, and we did. But the attention and the press and, you know, and listen, you're page six, but page six calls me every week and they write all these bullshit things that aren't even true. If, Ramona! Ramona! If I'm ever doing a TV show, it's not going to be Real Housewives Associated. It's going Mm. to be about, like, business or inspiring others or something like that. Mm. But I don't want to be groped into the Real Housewives or, like, being on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Well, that would be a perfect combo for you, kind of. Yes, but like, but you'd in, have to help the bachelorettes like, after they get married, right? So, like, <laughs> imagine like my super sweet sixteen, but each episode oh. is a bachelor or bachelorette oh. party. Like, I would, I would do that. Can I? I feel some bachelorette trips would end with more drama than a hundred percent. We're actually doing Dylan Barber from The Bachelor, oh. and Tyler Cameron Whoa. is going in a couple Tyler weeks, so Cam- that will be really fun. So if we ever had cameras up for that, that would be pretty epic. I want to party with Tyler that Cameron. That would be amazing. 
Ramona, you were mentioning that when you began your house size journey, it was to help your husband's business. And here we are all these years later, and you guys have a great relationship with him after navigating such a, a stormy time. How did you how did you get here? How would you describe the, the current dynamic today? So I encourage everyone out there who has a strained relationship, whether it be their father, their mother, their spouses, and especially during divorce, you do not want to get the children involved and pit sides. Mm. And I remember going to my therapist, like I said, I have to get my husband to, my ex-husband, to like be around me for the sake of my child. And actually, Avery, Avery did not even want to speak to him for three months. And I had to convince her to have a relationship with him. And I remember our family therapist was like, you know, you're incredible. Most people say, yeah, great. Great, she won't speak to your ex-spouse. But no, I think it's really healthy for the children. And you know what? It's actually healthy for the person because negative energy is negative health. It causes cancer and stress. And isn't it better just to get along and let it go? Mm. Well, and then, you know, having navigated that, I'm curious to get your thoughts on Scandival. Because that you were has just with Ariana! The- I mean, we just had that finale last night. It, it was wild. And you just hung out with Ariana. Yes. Yeah, because it was kind of funny. I mean, I don't, I don't remember who I, I think Avery and I talked about in our podcast because Ariana was very close to, how do you pronounce her name that begins with an R? Raquel. Raquel. Because <laughs> I get names wrong, everyone. You know that. So Ariana's good friend was Raquel. But what I got really upset about was that Tom, the other Tom, not Tom Scandeville Tom, he knew... <laughs> He knew about yes. the cheating, okay? So that was like me and my ex-husband, his close friend to him and me, who was every weekend at my house, every weekend, knew he was sleeping with another girl and never told me. I'm like, damn. Oh. Like, why didn't you tell me? And like, give me the, you know. The courtesy? No, just <laughs> the whatever courtesy. it's called. I can't, I'm just now baffled. But yes. So mm. I could relate. So anyway, when I saw her, so I think... Um, she handled it with class and mm-hmm. elegance and strength. And you know what? Um, I think that's really important. And I know a lot of my friends, my so-called, you know, 1,500 friends, they all said to me. 1,500? 50. Well, no, multiply. 50 or 100. 50 women. I heard 1,500 So then 50 too. men's 100. I heard 50. No, I said 50 to 100. Because I have 50 girlfriends, and they're all married, so that's 100, right? So the men, the men would come up to me and said, you know, Ramona, we're really impressed. You never spoke ill about your ex. You handled it with class. So again, I advise everyone, never badmouth your spouse to your friends, the media, to, any, to your children. It's just it's bad energy. It's just not worth it. And I love because you met her at the upfronts and you were in a picture that like really broke the internet because you also met the new Roni cast there. Did you give them any advice about like entering this world? Well, we did not have a chance to talk to the new housewives uh, that replaced us. Uh, <laughs> no, you're irreplaceable. <laughs> irreplaceable. But anyway, um, we don't. We, but, but this is a funny part because it is iconic that we left the show and they came on. So uh, my daughter always says to me, because now she helps me on social media, Mom, get the photo up today. Get the photo up. So now the new housewives of Roni were on, you know, five of them were there. They're getting off. And, this, you know, I've been with Bravo for so long. I know all the PR people. Oh, I got to get a photo. Take my camera. So I'm rushing to put a seat. And I'm like, stop, stop. Take a photograph with me first. before Because they wanted the other Roni girls to come, right? I mean, the, the legacy girls. Yeah. And then... So I, I got it all set up, but I made everyone stop. And, of course, Dorinda popped into the photo, too, because originally it was supposed to be me in the center and the new girls behind me, because that would be a great shot, <laughs> if I say so myself. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guys, keep on clapping for Ramona and Avery. Oh my God. Oh, Avery's like, I'm going to do my own walk off. Thank you. Wait, who? That's a batch boss move, <laughs> I say. Who in this room is the biggest Ramona Singer fan? Make some noise. Oh. Biggest Ramona Singer fan, because there's a prize for the biggest fan. If you just hoot and holler, let me know if you're the biggest Ramona Singer fan. I feel like you, okay, because we have an assigned copy of uh, Life on the Ramona Coaster. Give it to this girl on the way at the end of the table. Who is that? Will you pass Woo! that? What's, what's your name? Kelly. Kelly. Okay, all right, amazing. She has a bookstagram. Congratulations. That oh was perfect. God. That was meant to be. That I would say, that was as iconic as that escalate outside. That yeah. Cadillac. I love it. I yes. love it. I want to drive. I hate that's what's so not fun. Like living in a city, it's so hard. I just want to drive everywhere. Oh my god, same, yeah. I know. So we might have to be making some moves to a Jersey location coming up a little bit soon. Yes. Oh, uh, but I mean, wait, speaking of Jersey guys, uh, the finale this week was also it's been a week of crazy Bravo finales. I'm like, I need to take a nap from them, but I keep on watching. It's hard. Are you guys okay? <laughs> After all these like insane finales, like we're, we're still recovering ourselves. But I think I still haven't emotionally recovered when I learned that Caroline Manzo and all of her kids oh! would be participating in this Mother's Day show. The mother of all mothers. Mother. Yes, keep on clapping. And because we have so many questions for her and all the kids, we have to kick it off. With a little, we're continuing the mother-daughter journey of the night, right? Yes. So please, without further ado, can we welcome Lauren and Caroline Manzo Woo! to the stage? There you go, my dear. Hello, hello. Hello, beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you look fabulous. Wait, and I do have to just let everybody know the most Jersey thing that was happening backstage. The second you sat down, I was like, what do you have? Prosciutto. <laughs> yeah, Carry no. on prosciutto. L Lauren was literally snacking on prosciutto backstage. It was amazing. And I, I felt it. like I was watching Man's Over Children, to honestly. To be fair, I came in with my brother Christopher and my mother and my brother's, my brother Al's fiance <laughs> texted us a picture of the most amazing prosciutto sandwich and I am gluten and dairy free for over a year now and I was like, yo, can I curse? Yeah. I was like, yo, get me some of that prosciutto and put it on a plate <laughs> and meet me there with it and I, as soon as I got here, I put it on my lap and I just ate prosciutto. Like a savage. <laughs> I, I did. And it's, I wiped it on my new pants. So I just, I don't care. I'm going to go greasy. I don't, it is what it is. It's well, me. other than your passion for prosciutto, Lauren, like how, <laughs> how else are you guys doing? Like, how are you doing? Yeah. Catch us up. Cause it's been so long since you've been on our TV screens, but the love is still there. Like it's. Thank you. So. I am living my best life as grandma to my precious Marquesa. You know, she is the light of our lives. She's six years old, right? And uh, 
that for me, you know, there's a saying, God's trains run on time, right? And I chose to leave Housewives and then Unfortunately, Manzo got canceled because we were too normal, I think. And, uh, <laughs> Which I believe seasons. it had better, and don't quote oh, me, but I think it had better ratings than Housewives at the time. Oh. So I don't know. Oh, why we got canceled, she said it, guys. She said it. She said it. I think it might fact. have been way lower payroll, but we're but not going to talk about that. So oh. But it's funny because all these things, all this time running around doing television shows and things like that, um, you know, again, the kids would, you know, Lauren was the first one married, the only one married at the time. My boys were fabulously single doing their thing. And uh, the show ended and Lauren, Lauren, I had announced that Lauren was pregnant on the very last season of the show. And along came Marky. And, you know, Lauren and Vito work a lot of hours and, you know, the salon and he has a restaurant in Delhi. And I became Marky's primary caretaker. Oh, I, get out of here. When you're, at work, when you're at work. Don't let her fool you. No, when you're she at work. was she babysat as a grandma. You were never oh, her primary well, caretaker. Well, primary caretaker meaning. Don't uh, take that, uh, that is a wild thing to say. Days. Round of applause for if that's a wild thing to say no, no. for a grandma babysitting and their grandchild. No, no, no. no, no. Please. When, instead of daycare, she came to me. Yeah, yeah, that's not okay. a primary caretaker. Prime, during the day. <laughs> so it so seems anyway. like a, a job she's a very yeah, proud of. Like yeah, like she wasn't, she wasn't so anyway, her, her... Anyway. All right. They work a lot of hours, so Marky came to me. And I think about often, oh my gosh, what would I have done if I was filming? What would I have done? And you know what? It is the greatest blessing in the world that I was able to be there and spend that time with her because those are moments that I will never, I will cherish for the rest of my life. And she and I have this wonderful bond because of that. So, you know, to say, do I miss television and all those things? Sure, there are certain aspects I miss, but would I trade it for the time that I spent with Marky? Absolutely not. So. Oh, that's very sweet. But also clap if you miss Caroline and her family on TV. <laughs> Because you guys are so entertaining all together. Are we really? I ah, feel yes. like we're boring. Yes. Yes. And okay. I like that, like, on Housewives, you were a package deal. And that's actually at our last live show. Melissa Gorga said the same thing. She was like, what I like about Caroline Manzo is that she came with the whole kit and caboodle. Mm -hmm. And she, she, she misses you well, on the show. Well, here's the thing. It, for me, that was my joy. Because, you know, Housewives is... I don't even, whoa, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know that I could have done it as well as I did it without having my children, my husband there with me because when there was those moments where you're like, you know what, I, 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 I can't have a cohesive thought. I can't breathe. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, what's walking through that door. But knowing that I could do this and they were there was my, my salvation, I think, on that show, for sure. Yeah. You navigated a lot of really tough stuff during your time on The Housewives, but there was also a lot of fun and lighthearted moments, certainly with the children. When you look back on The Housewives before Manzoed came about, what are some of your favorite moments? Oh, my God. We had belly laughs, you know? I have to be honest with you. I don't remember almost anything. You, is that, is that a don't. coping mechanism? Yeah. It could be pot. It could oh. be. It could be a lot of things. I don't know. I don't. Know. It could be. I don't know. I, I just. I don't remember. Like. I think my fiftieth birthday party that stands out for me in the vineyard. I literally have no idea. What you you're don't remember about. the vineyard, the fiftieth birthday party in California? No, that. But I didn't realize it was your fiftieth birthday. Okay. Party. Well, well, she gave me that necklace. No, the necklace she gave. Yeah, me? I remember. I don't. We didn't. You didn't give to me our cash. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. But yeah. I, vineyard, I don't. People will literally come to me like, oh my God, I love when you and your brothers did this. And I'm like, I literally don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I, and I truly don't. I mean, we started the show when I was 20 years old. I'm 35 now. 
So I'm a different person now than I was then. I, if like something comes up on TikTok and I see myself, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. What an immature, disgusting, terrible thing to say. Like you grow in your 20s and you mm-hmm. become the person that you are pretty much for the rest of your life. I believe in, I don't think you really come into yourself till you're 40. And like, it, it really is a shame sometimes that the person that I'm, that people think that I am is that 20-year-old because that's so not who I am anymore. But I also I, thought 20-year-old Lauren was really cool. I was also going to say, was, you were... Yes. always been super fucking cool. Yes! And I have to yeah. say, more mature than some of the other people on that show who are oh, in their 40s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yes. you don't have to worry so about being crazy. Day, yeah, more mature than them for sure. But, like, but also, I, I think everyone says to me, like, would you be a housewife now? Absolutely not. Because, Why not? Because you and Avery... Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't I would never. I wouldn't. No. I can't I just feel like I see the girls on the show, the new girls and the friends of, they're the most p- pathetic ones. The friend of Oh wait, on the current it's season. It's so sad. It's like they're so like their hair is so like it's like, "Oh, I just got you they definitely got a blowout that day and they definitely got their hair done." It's like they, they just are dying and they're trying to start the drama to be like, "Oh, I'm going to be a housewife. Next season I'm going to get the housewife role." You know what I mean? Maybe they'll pay me $20,000. Like it's sad to see. And I'm like, I've been honest cuz I'm <laughs> my brother's laughing cuz I'm so I'm brutally honest. I know, I love I it. We love so some brutal honesty. You need to talk to the friends up no, and let I, them know what's up. I, no, I but that's the problem is that I'm so brutally honest. And I feel like if I were to get that role, I'd be like, listen, I've been doing this since I'm 20 years old. And even the new housewives that come on, I'm like, yo, stop trying to be infamous. Like, and not for nothing. There are a very few amount of housewives. And honestly, I don't think we are, we are them. I think we're too normal to be, to be successful from the housewives fame. Um, I think that there are people that were super, super smart with it. And they have become extremely successful off of Housewives, and kudos to them. That's fantastic. But um, I think that they are so desperate to be the next Teresa. They're so desperate to be the next Nene Leakes. I think they're so de- to be the next Bethany. And it's, in my opinion, since I've been doing, I grew up with it I, I, since I'm 20 years old, and I think it's so pathetic that if I were a housewife, I would just look at them and be like, yo, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> chill. Like, I also love with what you're going with, too, is that you're like, our family, like, you're saying, like, you guys are normal and you just have love for each other. You're like, I'm not going to sacrifice that for no. anything. Yeah. I mean, even when we filmed my wedding, they were like, well, we're going to have to have the lights on. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. Huh? And I refused to sign the contract until after they were done filming my wedding. Because I, I was like... Go and spend the money for the money that we're making you. Mm-hmm. Go and spend the money on more expensive cameras so you could film with the lights off. And until and I produced pretty much the whole wedding while we were filming. I because because <laughs> we had the mics on and I was like I was like all right guys I'm doing this once I'm gonna do the first look with my dad. Three two one walking out. Either you get it or you don't. <laughs> if you don't get it, and I'm just talking literally they're putting my dress on. I'm like I'm walking out. You guys better be fucking ready. You guys have five minutes. My dress is being zippered and they'd be like. Well, and I'm like, I'm not signing the contract if you guys don't get this shit done because I don't care. Don't put my wedding on. I don't need to. I don't need my wedding to be on. I'm, I'm so happy myself. You don't want to be a housewife, Caroline. I have to get your thoughts. Do you think she'd be a great housewife? Because right now, she, I'm watching gold. Of, right, like, I'm watching gold. This is, this is the Here's best the confessional People I've seen in a while. Well, gee, Caroline, you speak your mind. You're honest. You say what you feel, and I do. I am nothing. Yeah, but I throw hands. One. She, she won't. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'll fight. 
No, I fight. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, let's go. When like, I'm like, as soon as one of my friends or whatever, I'm like, all right, who, who do we when gotta have, fuck? When have you ever my mom physical? won't do that. What have you ever gotten physical? Who are you trying to kid? I'll get physical. But she She'll can also, that, she can annihilate. I don't do it for myself, but I'll do it for the people I love. Like, if I think my brothers are in trouble or something, like one of my friends, I'm like, yo, I will fuck you up for my friend. Abuse me as much as you want, but not, you know. No, she, she has yes for her brothers for yes. Well, and for and for her mom, we just have to quickly discuss napalm. I want to clear something up. Oh, let's clear it up. Let's clear it up. People think when I made fun of her and said N A Q U, I like didn't think that's how napalm was spelled. I I caught you. I caught your jerk. And people are like, "That's how she thought it." I'm like, "Come on, sarcasm." Like, we understand the sarcasm. She had wrote in her blog. She actually, her writer wrote in her blog. She said it was a napalm or whatever. I was like. Teresa literally doesn't know what napalm means. And I don't, honestly, I don't think Teresa's a bad person. I think she will just step on anybody to get ahead, to be honest with you. I really, there is something about her, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, that when you are in her presence and, like, in her good faith, you're like, how can you not like her? Like, she, there's something about her that you want to like, but she's also not great, you know? But... Um, no, it's true. Like there are times that I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I just can't help but like her sometimes. She's, it's hard to not like her. Um, but I was like, she didn't write that. And what she did was, and it's wild to me that now people, especially in the way that, the way that the world is now, that she looked at my mom at that reunion and she looked at, look at you, roll, roll, roll. You're fat, blah, blah, blah. And went crazy for me for getting a surgery. And I was like, do you realize that? women kill themselves over what you're saying to people right now, the way that you're speaking to my mother, saying that she's fat, putting her looks down. That is like so damaging to people watching and young girls. And no one thought about that. No one thought about how terrible that was for her to say that. They just thought about how, you know, all the other explosive stuff that went, that went down. And, and I I call that the napalm thing to show that she was a fraud and that she has two New York bestsellers books that she didn't write. And, and, and it's true. She didn't write them. She didn't write her own blog. She can't, she probably can't even spell Mississippi. Like, <laughs> Wait, okay, it's so true. I love that you're like, I can't help but not like her when I'm around her, but, yeah, because, <laughs> uh, but do you agree with her assessment? Cause you said my mom can correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel that? Like when you're around her, it's hard Listen, not to I've, her? I've, I've said many, many times, I missed the days of season one, Teresa. Yeah. Yes. I do. That's when the innocence of the show, and that's the sadness. That's what makes me so sad, because we had belly laughs. We were there for each other. We were on this journey. Fame is a very, very dangerous thing. And if you are not completely grounded in who you are, you believe the bullshit. Both ways. When everybody says, gee, you love Caroline Manzo, I could be the devil on earth. You don't know that. Oh, I hate Caroline Manzo. How the f*** do you know what I do and how I think? You know what I mean? So you only know me for what you see on television, those few minutes, okay? So I, I thank you for those that love me and for those that hate me, cool. You know what I mean? So that's the same thing with Teresa. The fame got to her head. And you forgot to understand, and I will stand here to this day, to this moment, okay, in the fact that I have always defended her. I was always there for her. When she was going to jail, I held her hand. And she also didn't call the FBI. I did not. And I know who did. (laughs) For the record. For the record. And I know who did. And I will never say it. But we'll never say it. I will never, ever say it. Oh, that's okay. It's in the press all about the reunion. I know who 
did. Because there are rumors online from the reunion that a reveal happens about that. P.S. I was there. No, but we'll never say who it actually was. I will never was. say who it was. I saw what was going down. But I you took the fall. I grabbed my kids. I took the fall. She took will, the fall because you're not a rat. Because I'm not. No, not, it's not even about being a rat. It's not even about. There's a thing called collateral damage. All right? So when you say something, who is it going to hurt? Who is this going to hurt by saying this truth? You, you can believe whatever you'd liked about me. I know I never did. I could never do that. Okay? But if, if blaming me makes you feel better, okay, than your reality, cool. You know what? Because it's not going to change my day. Did All you right? feel like you took the blame to protect? If you're like, if this, I is took pro- the blame to protect people that didn't deserve the collateral damage of the mm-hmm. fallout. Once it comes out, who it was. Wow, what is it like holding on to that though? That must be. Listen, it's it's hurtful. It's, it gets me very very angry, but at the same time, I live my life surrounded by, you know, blessings. I've got my baby. I've got my children. We're all healthy. I have a healthy marriage, 40 years, whatever. TV's not my world. You know what? They're my world. Okay? So truth be told, and forgive me, I don't give a f*** you think about me. You know, because, because the fact remains the same. I did not, I could not, I could not ever in a million years. But I know who did. And I will never, ever say it because I will not hurt the people. Collateral damage that don't deserve to be hurt because of it. Mm. And, I, and I feel also, because you were saying how you miss season one, Teresa, I feel season one, Caroline Manzo, would be best friends with current Caroline Manzo. Like you, like I feel, because I feel like you, you've always been honest with who you are and just that you, like you love openly, you support who you support and everything. And do you feel, what do you think current Teresa's thinking? Or if season one, Teresa could see current Teresa, what would she think? I, I think she's oblivious to it. I, I don't think she understands it. I don't think she sees it. I think, um, and it's sad. Because season one, Teresa was a lot of fun. And season one, Teresa was pure and all that, but fame got in the way. And it's the matter of, well, gee, can I want to be on the magazine cover. What are you going to do? Sleep it under your pillow at night? What are you going to do with it? <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Who cares? Take it. Take it. You want to take it. Who cares? And that, that's the thing. There's plenty for, there's enough for everybody to go around because there are different demographics. Teresa and I, in a complete, I'm much older than these women. What they care about, I don't. You ask me what color lipstick I'm wearing, million dollars on the table. I couldn't tell you it's pink. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care about those things. So what, what the demographic that will, will gear towards Teresa is a different demographic that's going to go towards Caroline. So there's plenty for everybody to share and eat and, and benefit from. Um, and that's the sad part of it, because I think that, you know, if, if I had my druthers, I would say, gee, why can't we band together and show the world how truly fabulous we can be? We were picked for a reason. They saw something in each of us. Don't mess up what they saw by trying to be what you think we should see. Be yourself because they saw something in each of us. All right? And I think that gets kind of lost in the shuffle after a while. Yeah. One thing I do want to get your take on, Caroline, is I recently read Andy Cohen's new book, Daddy Diaries. And in it, he says that you wanted to come for Teresa on season 13. And a lot of the housewives have been like, Andy, I didn't, I didn't really say that. Um, what, is, what is your assessment and take on that? I was on my son's podcast, Dear Albie. Boom. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and um, 
And uh, there had been something in the press that day that Teresa once again said on the show, um, and again, I don't watch, I haven't watched since I left, um, that I had called the IRS and the FBI and all, or the, uh, whatever on her. And she was on Watch What Happens Live, and I just got so angry. And I, I don't know what made me get angry at that point more than usual. Uh, you know, maybe I was having a bad day, who knows what. And um, I just went off on Albie's podcast. I said, you know, I just like one time, just let me walk in a room once and settle her. Just settle you and just say, this is what I think. This is what you've done. And turn the f*** around and walk out never to be seen again. All right? And and Andy called me after hearing the podcast and he goes, so... And I'm like, so? And he's like, would, do you want to come back? You know, would you want to? I said, I, I do not want to come back. No. I said, but I will give you that moment. Sure. Because I think she deserves to hear it from me. Not from a third party. From me standing in front of her and saying, this is what you've done. This is what you said. And there, there are consequences to the words we say and the things we do in this life. And you never have to pay consequences. So I am here as your consequence to say, this is what you did about said about me. And um, we had conversations back and forth. And, you know, um, we just couldn't come to terms on what I wanted and what they felt I deserved. And quite frankly, and I'm going to be blatantly honest, uh, you know, this is a showdown has been eight, ten years in the making. I know my value. I'm not going to go back and put myself through that emotionally because it would be a lot emotionally for, yeah. for me to do that. And it's going to cost you money. As it should. All right, yes. So, we would yeah. all go fund me to see that. Wait, so, yeah, could yeah. we... Could we go fund you? Could we could we raise the funds to get you back on so, the show? So Savo doesn't need your GoFundMe. There, <laughs> no none of the housewives make royalties, so they're they're fine. It's, it's, it's in all other countries, and no one gets. So the thing is, you know, I, I I we could not come to terms, and I said I'm sorry. You know, for me to go back to this, and for me to put myself, you have to understand. You know, now when I look at my social media, it's all about baking and cooking and this and that. It's not about the tree hugger versus the Caroline Manzo. And I don't want to see that anymore. I, 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 I've outgrown it. I'm done with it. And for me to go back to that, there's a price to pay. Yeah. They didn't see the value in it. I'm not, I'm not for sale. Thank you so much. Goodbye. And it's, it's more fun to, to cook with your family in your kitchen. Food, love, and chaos. It's so much fun. I just watched the Chocolate Bark episode with a cutie little Marky. It was so, so sweet. What's been the best part of sort of transitioning into that very easier space? It's just my real life. It's really who I am. You know, um, you know even today, I'm like, damn, I got to put makeup on. Like, oh, well, thank I got to wear heels. You know, it's not who I am. Um, I live we in. We were Bree. actually saying we forgot to walk in heels. Yeah, we, we, well, we, got to, we forgot how to walk in yeah, heels. Yeah, we went. We went for a drink before we came here, and I was like, I can't walk in heels anymore. Yeah. I just can't. Like we, this is not, not what it's, we did. It's not who we are. We're very low keyed. We're very, you know, we cook and we hang out and we just chill out every day. So, um, what was the question? I, I'm almost. Well, but it's because well, it's like that. You're loving it, right? It seems. It, it, listen, I, there's so many things I miss about it, and there's yeah. so many things that I. Forever grateful. It changed my life. You know, I, I'm not going to, um, you know, uh, put, it, put it down at all because it was the most amazing experience. I often wonder and, and, and I worry often, and I've asked the kids over the years, um, did I do the wrong thing? 
did I change your life in a negative way by doing this? And, you know, the answer from all of them is no, you know. Um, but that still, as a mom, it sits, it sits right here. Oh, it well. sits right here, it does. Um, so um, right now, in, in the past seven years, you know, since, you know, Lauren's married and Marky's on, you know, Marky's here in, in our world, um, we are, I am truly a housewife of New Jersey, yes. <laughs> you know. And that's, and that's, you know, what I love. And I have the Food Love and Chaos, you know, my YouTube cooking channel. And that's been limping along and we're finding our way there, how to navigate that and film it properly. It doesn't cost a billion dollars. Um, and, you know, I've got a cookbook coming out in 2024. Okay, we so, can all use that. Know, yes. I'm just doing me and, and happy to do it. You know, and whatever comes my way and falls in my lap will be on my terms, my rules, my way. Because I'm 62 years old. Like, I don't need to play the game anymore. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, well, speaking of games, we actually want to play a game with you, if that is okay. What a segue. Look at me. I didn't yeah, even right? know. Thank you. See, Thank you for that, Caroline. this is why you the millions and billions. So inspired by Caroline's iconic line, let me tell you something about my family. We're going to have Caroline and Lauren tell us something about OG New Jersey moments and current Bravo news. So we just want to get your hot takes, okay, if, that, if that's all right? Are you ready? Oh, Lauren's eyes. <laughs> She's ready to give a hot take. I try not to be too honest. Oh, you can be. Uh, please be honest. Please be honest. <laughs> Sorry, give, give us a moment. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we were talking about so many, um, er, like, the early iconic moments. And even though I feel there would be some other things to say about her, there is a moment for Teresa's table flip. What do we think about it now? And, like, Carlos was under the table, wasn't he? Carlos King, the producer. I don't think he was under the table, was Wait, he? what was the question? Thoughts on... He wasn't under the table, <laughs> he, right? He Carlos wasn't? What? Oh! Wait, what thoughts on that? what? Then I'll... Oh, wait, what? The table flip. Oh, yeah, tell us something about Carlos the table flip. Carlos was absolutely not under the table. Oh, that's tea, guys, because I was under the impression he was. And I okay. adore oh. Carlos, even though he kind of forgot about us, but I adore Carlos, but... Um, I adore that bastard. Oh, no, I do. I adore Wait, Carlos. Yours? And I'll tell him, no, the next time I see him, I'll be like, listen, motherfucker, you forgot about us. You thought it was cool to just forget about it. Then I will. I'll tell him. And he knows that. I'll tell him in person. Okay. But I still love him. I love him. I you, adore him. You are so love. good at no, the compliment and destroy. No, like, I'm not kidding. I yeah, love Carlos. No, it's so hard not to love her. But no, but he yes, did. He forgot so about us. And, and I, I, I do. I love Carlos. Um, he was not under the table. Like, for he was sure, he was Okay, we, One, confirmation my brother, from Albie. No, he was no. under the table. Um, so okay. what was what the question? about the table flip? Just, no, just your thoughts on the table flip. Look, uh, even... That's, that was like lovable trees. It was like, yeah, like, chill, Flip bro. that table, girl. Yeah, like back then I would have been like, yo, that was a little dramatic. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, it was, but like she drove us crazy, Danielle, back then. Well, that... Let's, let's, you know, I, it was wild. <laughs> you, you know, you have to remember, Caroline like short circuiting. Like yeah. it, people, it, it was not. There are certain things in housewife in the housewives world that are like I would that, that are like you, the producers definitely, um, definitely. Uh, what's the word? Steered. They yeah yeah. Um, but Drove like the story. literally, what was the cartel that was after you? After who? After who? After yeah, who? Her I friend. Oh, no, 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 Danny. The, Danny. Danny the what was his what name? Was his name? The, Oh, the, the oh, Hell's Angels the thing. No, but like, part. no, but like, they were literally after us because of her. That wasn't a joke. Like, that was real. And mm. we had to literally be like, how are we going to fix this <laughs> off camera? Right. It wasn't a joke. That was a real deal. No, that was legitimate. Like, it was, it was scary. And, and so, yeah, that's what everybody was dealing with at that time. So, unfortunately, 
you know, Teresa's, and I will defend her in this case, we were all actually scared. Yeah, mm. we were legitimately we were. scared. No, we truly um, were. But uh, as far as the table flip goes, listen, I am always a person to give credit where credit is due. She set the bar for the insanity of what Real Housewives has become. But I can't blame her for doing that. Yeah, I, listen, I can't. I can't, it was I can't say she's dramatic or hate her no, for doing that. No. And okay. it was truly, see, that's what I mean. Passion. She meant that. Mm-hmm. She was in the... She meant that. It wasn't planned. Mm. I don't think she realized the monster that she would become after the fame. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not being yeah, she, funny. I'm serious. Honest, I don't think baby. she realized... So, but I think like that was truly her and what everybody loves about her and what, what made her iconic. Um, and that is why she's iconic. No, that, listen, that yeah. was a very real moment. And if you look back at that, I'm hysterical laughing because I have a nervous laugh. I'm laughing. I Mike, I, I have a nervous laugh. You did. I feel like you always smiled when things got really uncomfortable. No, I, I have a show. nervous laugh. Yeah. And my boys were trying to hold her back, and you were trying to, like, it, it was chaos. But that was, when I tell you we the innocence of that time, we saw the book, and I'm like, hmm, what's the book doing on the table? All right? Not even thinking what was going to happen next. Not even imagining, but the wildest thing, the wildest thing, after that, Joe Judice goes, well, you want to go get a drink? Well, I'm going to get a drink by the bar. <laughs> and I'm sitting there stunned. <laughs> like, what just happened? Come on, let's go get a drink by the bar. Let's fucking drink. And guess what we but did? To we put went it, and Yeah, and, and everyone, <laughs> well, we do, we do. I love Joe. We love Joe Judice. You, you listen, you can hate all you want. Yeah. Nothing but love for He's Joe. He's a nice man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Give it up for Juicy Joe, guys. All right. We love Joe. Okay, so current Bravo news. We got Ramona's thoughts on the scandal. I want to get your thoughts. And do you know what, Caroline? I, I recently reread Caroline's memoir, and you had a high school boyfriend named Val who cheated on you with your best friend, so I know you have thoughts about this. What is that? I've never heard that in my... I, I, I didn't Did you read, read your the book. book? No. Lauren. I never watch a show. I don't read their book, and I don't watch anything she's ever on, ever. Okay. Do I, so Lo- okay. Love the support. <laughs> okay, thoughts on Scandival. Yeah. Here's the thing. Scandival, I know I'm, I'm super... I watched it on TikTok last night because I got rid of my cable to save money. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm so poor. I like watched it on live. Someone streamed it. And I was so <laughs> excited really to smart. be poor for a minute. I was like, oh my God. Like I, I, literally the day before I changed my <laughs> cable to be only Wi-Fi for $79.99 a month. And I'm like... <laughs> and I'm Run, like, don't walk, guys. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, my friend's like, are you going to watch Scandival? And I'm like, shit. Like... I, I've never watched Vanderpump in my life, but like this, I want to watch. Like I'm all in on it, so I watched it on someone's live stream on TikTok. Obsessed. And 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 honestly, I don't like to judge people because you never know what they've been through and you never know how they feel. He is for sure like <laughs> a narcissist. <laughs> but honestly, let's not talk about Scandaval. Let's talk about his shows. I've been to oh. I've been to three. I've been to three. Wait, why are you about to say I am dying to go. Can we go if he comes to New York? Let's go. Let's go. And we'll bring no, our like, team No, I want Ariana to go shirt. with you. I want to go with you for sure. I'll be in with Caroline. I am dying to go. I'm not paying. I'm not giving him I, any I will say, money. I've never they're paid free, for huh? a ticket. Yeah, I've never paid for a ticket. His shows are a poor guy. And they're, they're so you know embarrassing. They're, they are long. They're longer than a Taylor Swift. And he's concert. like, he'll literally, like, he's like, he'll like get down on his knees and he'll he'll be like, he'll like unbutton his thing and he'll be like. I know. And now he's forty. I'm he scared about his He thinks he's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. He, 
I feel so bad. I mean, I don't feel bad for Wait, him. Wait, and it's, it's funny because you said people become their true self at 40. He is 40. It is cringy in the best way. Yeah. I watch them and I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed for him. Give me more. Here's my thing. Tell us. First of all, I feel terrible for both girls involved. Ariana is the one that you feel terrible for. I feel badly for Ariana. No one feels terrible for Raquel. Let me tell you about Raquel. Listen, people, Raquel. people cheat all no. the time. People fuck up all the time, but that's your best friend. Yo, you do yes. not fuck with your best Understood. friend. Understood. You can do... I, but here's what I Listen, feel. no, I, people do this all the time. People fuck up, people I cheat. Put, if you don't know somebody that has done that, then you are a fucking liar, okay? Okay. That is your best friend. I'd rather you cheat on your husband than your best fucking friend. You don't do that uh-huh. to your best friend. I'm Here's sorry you thing. don't. All right, tell us. I so. feel bad for both of them in this way. They got played by this asshole. Mm. Okay? And you know, listen, guys, I'm not the prettiest person in the room. Oh, Caroline. I'm, I'm, I'm no. my She's own gorgeous. We are about self-love here. Good. She's not. Well, let me tell you, I am not. <laughs> I am not. Okay? If Tom Sandoval, is that his name, Sandoval? Came here right now and threw himself at me and said, little boy, go fucking home because I don't know what they see in him. That is no kind of man. That is no kind of somebody. He is a weasel. He is a snake. He abused both these women, okay? And she, uh, Raquel, shame on you for not supporting your best friend and being for the... But let's talk about what the mind fuck that Tom did on both of them. Okay, and it lies within him because he knew the relationship he was in. We don't know what he's telling Raquel. We don't know what he's saying to Raquel. Raquel is also yeah, but friends that's, with, but she's that's best friend, so Ariana's she has, best friend. Correct. You don't do that to your, but here's yeah, shit the thing. To your best friend. The, I feel like she's Raquel's rotten. Okay, the relationship was broken. Tom, I don't know what these women see in you. I just don't No, I don't either. Because he is, that mustache is oh. nothing for him. Warm with the mustache. Oh, yes. You saw that Bravo Con with that fucking tuxedo? What was so, that about? He thought, he thought he was doing something. Yes. What was that about? So, Give me a three-piece shoe. Walk, walk, walk in with confidence like a fucking man that does shit. But, but, ha- but has, has everyone, have you guys seen his shows on TikTok? Like the way that he performs in his shows? Oh my it's god, it's so, so cringy. I send it to all my friends. I'm like every day. It's like choo, 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 like text messages of like the newest things. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so good. In honor, speaking of uh performers, I am curious about your guys' thoughts of Melissa Gorga's pop career. I miss you it. Know, listen, it comes it. up on my iTunes sometimes, and I'm like, yo, this is a fucking bop. It it's is. a bop. It's it a is. bop. I had we, to tell you it we is. We went to California with them on a on a on a road trip. They had the you yeah. had the best time, you had the best time with her in the tent. I'll tell you what, Melissa Gorga, I, I, I have no issues with her on camera. Off camera, she is like the coolest person ever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love to hear I that. I think off camera, because I think the producers give you a certain, and now, now I have not hung out with her off camera in many years. This is 10 years ago. But I mean, what, we were in the tent when we went camping that one time, and I was like, Who's who? It was the first season that she was on, and I was like, "Who's this like super cool girl?" She was so cool. She was she had a flashlight, and she was like being all crazy and like making these crazy faces Disney and singing. Storms, and we were songs. all singing together, and she was super cool and super fun. Um, and I, I'm I'm always like, I just you know, she off camera, I I have n- she's she was amazing. Oh, that really warms my heart because she yeah. said the nicest things about you guys at our last show. She really and we don't like keep it. We don't hang out. We don't really keep in touch. And that's the thing. I, but like, we just respect each other. The whole thing was well, Melissa said that she wouldn't want to film with you, and that came up. And I'm like, she did say that, but let me. I'm going to give her a pass. 
because she was 30. I was 54, or 50, whatever how old I was at that time, 50. What 30-year-old wants to hang out with a 50-year-old? I get it. I you do. know what I mean? They I have never I'm 35. I'm not a 50-year-old. They have never been, Joe and Melissa, anything but supportive and kind and fun. I saw them at BravoCon after seven years. We don't talk. We live in the same neighborhood. We literally live within two miles of each other. Um, we don't see each other, but when we do, it's like we saw each other the day before. Um, they have nothing but kind words to say about me and my kids and my family and everything in our time on Bravo. I have no malice towards her at all. Um, I think that the whole thing w- between all of them is tragic and sad and, you know, that awful fame game, uh, I think it plays a very big part of it, but uh, they have been nothing but wonderful to us. And I love yeah. that you guys had a BravoCon reunion because I know for the current Jersey cast it was a tense BravoCon. I wasn't invited I, to BravoCon. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that go down. My brothers were invited and I wasn't. Isn't that fucked up? Oh. Thank you. What? Yeah, I wasn't invited. And I have like way more followers than they do on Instagram. Wait, that's really surprising. I I thought you just couldn't make it. No, she's not. No, I wasn't invited. Okay. Bravo I, has never acknowledged me ever. That's why I'm so cold. To, that's why I'm so shitty with them. Oh, you know, yeah. They might acknowledge you after tonight. I, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Now, now I want to get your take, both of you, I but don't especially. Care. I don't care. No, no. Well, so the first season. This is why I'm so insecure now. The first season, the the PR girl. I won't say her name, but I remember it. I'll never forget it. So she was like, I was fat and young and not pretty, and my brothers were like, honestly, like. I've gotten better than my brothers at this point. Christopher's definitely getting up there, but like, I'm definitely, you know. You've had a glow up. Yeah, I feel like yes. I've, I feel like I've gotten better, you know. And 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 Chris and Andrew. Oh. <laughs> Is that her name? So, so one of the PR people was like, one of the PR people, she was like, Lauren's just not marketable. And I remember they went on Z100 and I wasn't invited. And I always listen to the morning show on the way to school and I wasn't allowed to go. And I think it really oh. messed me up my whole life. I, I hate that. I and really now I'm in that. therapy. Okay, okay. Well, the last, the last thing we want to get your take on is the Housewives Ozempic craze. What are your thoughts? I'm not going to lie. I was going to say this, but I'm drunk, so I'm going to say it. So I went, <laughs> so I lost, I went gluten and dairy free over a year ago. Okay. I had the lap band. I got it removed. I gained, I got up to 208 pounds. I went gluten and dairy. Working out like an animal. Yeah. I went. Eating right. She just could not lose weight. So I went and I saw a functional medicine doctor. Um, they told me you need to be gluten, dairy, soy free. I couldn't have cucumbers, eggs, potatoes, anything like that for months. Um, and I've been gluten and dairy free for over a year now. I lost 50 pounds. I couldn't lose any more. And my pharmacist was like, well, I heard Manjaro works. And I'm like, yo, I'll do anything. Okay. Like, I might not, like, you know, like, yo, it's going to make me lose weight. Give me that shit. So I got it. And it, since February, I lost 30 pounds from Manjaro. And okay. I get it. People don't like it. People don't applaud it. People aren't whatever. But it's a shot in your stomach once a week. It's the same as Ozempic. Um, and honestly, I, I really do believe that it's a – that obesity and things like that, they, they are a major issue with people. It has caused mental health issues for me. You guys have seen me struggle with this since I'm 20 years old. And it's been really hard for me. And um, – I've lost a lot of weight from 
being on that whole Ozempic thing. I think that the skinny people that are doing it and the, you know, I, I understand that people that are pre-diabetic or that are diabetic do need this. And, but I also do believe that it has helped people that really have eating dis I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like there have been times that I've been on the brink of an eating disorder or had issues myself. Um, and this is the one thing even above weight loss surgeries that has helped me a lot and cured me and mentally made me so much better. Um, and I'm just, I'm really grateful for it. So I, I, have to, I think, and I think they need to figure something out to make it for people that need to lose weight that are, because I have been considered morbidly obese depending on my height. I'm only 5'3". I was 208 pounds. And it, like she said, I was working out. I was dieting. I was doing everything. And, you know, I went on it and I did what I had to do. And, and I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for it. And I think it's going to end up being more of a weight loss drug than anything else. And, and, but I do think that people shouldn't abuse it. I think, I think it's being abused because I see people that housewives that are posting it and you literally see their abs and mm -hmm. you, I'm sorry, their ribs. And, and it's sad because you were already skinny. And that puts a bad thing for someone like me yeah. who has suffered from high blood pressure and anxiety from being super heavy uh, and, and hospitalized with depression anxiety attacks and Dep things like major that depression you know she had the lap band uh we had to have an emergency surgery removed because her stomach was all twisted then she goes and gets the sleeve which i was so against because she's got half a stomach now and i'm like don't do the surgery it didn't don't work do the it surgery. did nothing for me begging her not to do the surgery there's something hormonal going on something's wrong with your body my father-in-law was 400 pounds it's in her metabolism there's something there that's not right. And then she went to this functional medicine doctor. And then she, I have never seen anybody work so hard to try and be healthy than this kid And right I here. lost 50 pounds you know? on my own, but then this really helped me to finish the job and do what I need to do. And now I'm going to figure out, uh, working out like crazy, keeping up with my lifestyle change, should not have to do this. But I don't, I don't think people should abuse it, especially people that are already 130 pounds and they just want to lose 10 more and they want to stay on it to, you know, whatever. I, I, that I don't respect. I understand people with diabetes need that and I respect it. But I do believe that this is something that will be super helpful to people like me who have struggled their whole lives and then have, you know, not only physical but mental you know, mental issues as well from, yeah, well, from their weight. Really glad you're in a yeah. good place. And I love, and I hope that this filled the void of the morning show of Z100 you weren't able to go on. Yes. Because did, you were so much Did we so make it up fun. to you? Did we make it up to you? I'm still a little salty about it. Can I tell you what happened today? I'm not over it. What can happened today? I'm going to tell you what happened right now. Okay. <laughs> not for nothing, right but you guys, you guys allotted me for 15 minutes and you gave my brothers 30 that's what it was. No, she says oh, what, it's I'm been on more. 15, you were like, like Lauren's gonna get off the it's stage, still, and Alan Cross are gonna come it on. It still lives in her. It does. It still lives the, in me. That that point when they said you are not marketable still oh, lives with yeah, her. Fifteen years. They later. used to like take my mic yeah. off at parties and give it to like my cousin Ashley's like temporary boyfriend at the time, and I'd be like, all right, and then and that like it, as a twenty year old girl who's like. Growing up, yeah. it messes with you, unfortunately. But now I'm good. I'm yeah, cool. Yeah, she's good, guys. Yeah. I'm super cool now. Give it up for Lauren. Give it up yes. for Lauren. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks. you I'm so gonna leave. much. I'm going to leave and give you guys to my also, brothers. Did, yes. you guys had equal time. What? You guys had equal time. Making Danny feel bad. No, I know. Yes. That's fine. I just saw the thing and I was like, yo, I got a babysitter for 15 minutes on the stage. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But guys, clap it up yes. for Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And now... Go. Yes, Caroline is staying on stage because we are going to be joined by her boys in a second. But before we bring up the boys, before we bring up the boys, who's the biggest Caroline Manzo fan? 
have a signed copy of her book. Um, and I'm actually gonna let Caroline pick the biggest Caroline Manza fan. Do you, do you see someone? That guy with both his arms up? Okay, it's yours, buddy. Wait, in the front? Oh, hello. Wait, what's your name? My name's Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, okay. Ryan, Ryan you got me with your smile. You had the most beautiful smile. Oh. <laughs> Good for you. Do you have a question for Caroline? Uh, you know what? She answered it, actually. Oh, which one, which one was it? I just... Car- Caroline, I'm sorry. New fan. My wife got me into it, and my question that I said if I had the opportunity was, how do you feel looking back at the seasons now? being a grandmother and all that stuff, but I think you kind of answered it a little bit. But. You know, I don't watch, I, and it's, uh, I hate to say it, even when I was on, I only watched because I had to, you know, to social media. Thing. I'm, not, I'm not comfortable at all seeing myself on television. Um, I often look and I'm like, what was I thinking wearing that? What was my makeup all about? Because I, I never cared. I never, I never thought about... Even tonight, I'm like, all right, the car's picking us up at 5 o'clock. 10 to 5, I went in my closet. I'm like, okay, I'm going to wear this pink. This. I never cared, you know? Um, so in hindsight, looking back, I should have cared a little more. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always categorize it as the, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. It, it was a gift. It, it changed my life. I've cried an ocean of tears, and I've had belly laughs, so no regrets. Aww. Um, I love that. And with belly laughs, I feel we have to bring up two people that I'm sure made you laugh a lot. Chris Albie. and Albie yes. Manzo. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. The dynamic duo themselves. Very good to see you. Okay, my first question for you guys. What is it like sharing your mom with all the viewers, all the fans? Because like, I kind of feel like She's my mom. I, f- I feel like everyone feels like she's their mom. Don't break my, don't break my glass. It's an, a very important glass. <laughs> How Danny's long do you think concierge. my arms are? What I miss. I just want to know from the boys what it feels like sharing their mom with all the viewers and the fans. It was nice. Um, because we, I was 18 when we started. Avery, I think, said she was, what, thir- 12, right? Yeah. Uh, I was 18. I'm... I'm 34. Come, 34 next Coming up week. on 34. Yeah. Next, week. 30, next week? 34 yeah. and 37 um, next week. Oh my God. Are you Geminis? Yeah. We are. <gasps> oh, I love Geminis. Explains a lot. <laughs> um, it, it was cool because you get a lot of reassurance, you know, and, and um, especially as like a young man, you don't really consider going to your parents a lot for stuff. So when every like news publication and person that you meet tells you like, oh, it must be great to go to them for advice and stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it's good to know. It, it, you kind of get a... I, I probably would have been much older by the time I realized what I had in my parents had I not been on TV. Mm. Um, you know, knowing like who I can go to for stuff and, and, and things like that. Uh, similarly, on the not-so-great thing, what like I didn't know the way we made Lauren feel until I saw it on TV. Mm. Oh. So in the same way, you know, sharing our parents is fantastic. That's all great. But you're also able to reflect like really quickly. Because um, you you don't really, you know, like know how your words are in always, a good or a bad way. I always people. said it was a gift because how often do you get to see yourself from the outside looking in? And that's an amazing gift. And it brings you a lot of really moments where you're like, wow, wow. You know? What was something you all learned about each other while filming that you kind of think like, oh, I never would have asked that or I never would have thought that? We dress like shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got an upgrade now. I mean, I yeah, you guys look great well, tonight. People are gonna take pictures, but we, <laughs> for a while we were like, let's just life. You know, they want our life, they get our life, and we dress like shit. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm still rattled that for Lauren, man. I, oh, okay. <laughs> Can I get a Wait. quick round of applause for Lauren? Yeah, honestly, my bell is rung right now. You know? That was uh that was a Molotov cocktail. Of that, a that, that's what napalm's actually like. <laughs> yes. That's that's what my experience was. <laughs> Wait, yeah, were you guys is that kind of were you surprised when she was like, you know what, I'm just gonna speak my truth. We didn't see it. Uh, well, I, I mean no, well, look, I mean, you know, I, I don't think we really say it enough, but we're, we're super proud of Lauren. And we've been for a long time. And I think the biggest thing is Marky has really shifted, I think, the the thought process on TV in general. Because this is probably the most, I think, all of us have always loved each other, but that's probably the most love we've ever put into one human being. And that really changed, like, I think the last scenes that were ever shot were, where it was when... You know, Lauren, Lauren was pregnant, and we were like, yo, we're going to cash in. Oh, my God. This is season four. Here we go. And uh, uh, and in, in a weird way, too, it was like, do we want this for, for Mark? And uh, uh, all of us were, were, you know, I think just so overwhelmed by, by you know, the, the occasion, but also how great she is. And it is truly a testament for, for, for Lauren. And, and, you know, I think she's got a little piece of everybody, but. I mean, if there's ever a star on the planet, it's probably Marky. But I think in a, in a crazy way, it's shifted it, the perspective a bit, too. As a family, it never made sense for us to be on TV until, like, now. Like, now that we're adults and we have our shit together, we're like, oh, this makes more sense now. <laughs> we never understood it then. But the, to Al's point, like, seeing how, you know, the mother that Lauren's become and Marky just is a drill sergeant for the family. Like, whatever she wants done gets done. Like, it's that simple. And it's a, it's a very fun dynamic where, in, and back then it all felt, very um we grew up on tv right so it just you don't know really know what you're feeling at the time. and now the dynamic is growing we're gonna have a new uh wife albie you are engaged yes! and uh chelsea demonico is actually in the house so give it up for chelsea and her gorgeous Woo! ring how are you feeling post-engagement uh, I mean, crazy excited. I think, you know, that was another uh, very overwhelming, I, I think, time. And, and I, I get, you know, it's wild. When I asked, um, we had a photographer uh, uh, there. And to Chris's point, too, there's like five or six moments leading up to that, that, yeah, you, you actually start feeling like you're on television in a weird way. Like there's that, that like, it's crazy how it affects you because when you've lived these momentous occasions, it's kind of like, in a weird way, you get a custom that it's for everybody. And we had a photographer there, and uh, he said, do you want video? And I said, no. And it was weird because it was very deliberate. I said, I want just the two of us to experience that, and that's it. And it was really, it was it was cool in a way. Uh, but, you know, not that the things that we experienced weren't necessarily real, but, you know, you get so many different opinions of, of major, major moments in life. You have to relive them over and over. And in a weird way, it's almost like, kind of like, you know, watching, you know, a sports rerun or something. Like you get a recap of a little moment of, of a much bigger, bigger thing. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited about, about life in general. And I'm very appreciative to, to have my fiance in my life and her family's incredible. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's very nice being, 
you know, excited and happy about a lot of things in life. You know? And I, I love that you wanted the engagement just for the two of you, because I feel what I've heard about wedding planning is that even if you guys wanted to plan it, just the two of you, a lot of voices get involved. <laughs> How involved do we want to get in the wedding planning? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I love the lean back. Um, they got engaged two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe. April 19th, so it was yeah. exactly a month ago. Um, See, I got it. Remembers. <laughs> and That's and um, we're like, okay, cool, when's the wedding? And they said, well, we'd like a fall wedding. I'm like, fantastic. And we'd like it to be in Italy. Awesome, right? We're going to do this. All right, so you know, we're talking to, to you know, Dana, Chelsea's mom, and, and, and Anthony, her dad, and we're talking about it. And they said, wait, this October... So we're like, what? <laughs> this October. So I am getting on a plane Monday to Italy with Chelsea's mom. <laughs> I'm involved a, enough to go to fucking Italy, yeah, though, before who, the wedding. Who has uh, planned everything. And, here, and I told uh, Chelsea and her mom, her mother really puts Martha Stewart to shame. And I said, I am your co-pilot. You are steering the ship. You are the mother of the bride. Whatever Chelsea wants, whatever you want, I am here to support you in every which way. We will be there with bells on. We adore Chelsea. Her family is wonderful for Albie. And um, I'm just glad that she's, you know, she's patient enough to deal with him and is willing to marry him. So, <laughs> so um, it's going to be seamless because uh, I, I have all the faith in Dana to do everything um, fabulous and well and, and everything. And it, I, I look forward next week to going with her, just her and I for five days together planning this and, and then, you know, putting everything, writing everything in stone. But if she tells me wear blue, I will wear blue. If she tells me to eat prosciutto, I will eat prosciutto. If she okay. says have a prosciutto. Those are some good rules, too. I will have I mean, a yeah. martini. Easiest things like that. Yes. Uh, in it, Italy, especially. I am just so happy to see them finally married. They've been together a long time, and I'm, I am excited for the life that they're going to build together. And whatever they, whatever they want to do, I'm here for. It's fine. Chris, how does Chelsea stack up to all of Albie's exes? Is she your favorite? I don't even remember any of them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I... Good answer. Um, also, I value my life, so I'm not going to say anything <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, no, to be honest, I'm going to be uh, more honest than I probably should be. I'm going to take a note from my sister because it seemed to work for her. Um, a bunch of fucking idiots before Chelsea, and, and with with the exception of you know people, some nice people, whatever. But they, you as a young man, especially, you deal with you you try things. You know what I mean? And you try to find no, not like he didn't go that crazy. Uh, <laughs> No, but no, you, you don't know. Guys take a minute to mature, right? And um, so when you when you start to talk to a lot of different people, you're like, what makes me feel a certain way or whatever? And I've never met anyone that made any sense for Al. Um, and then Chelsea came along and I was like, you should get married quick because she's going to catch you <laughs> as a weirdo. Like she's going to know the weird <laughs> shit. Like, like, you know, and uh, she's a very, very good person. Her family loves him um, in a way that, you know, Al's honestly the best in a lot of ways, but I don't like complimenting him and it's uncomfortable with him so close to me. Um, but uh, it, you, you have to appreciate it. You have to really understand him to know him. And uh, he met somebody that does and, he, and a family that does. And uh, I'm betaing the best man speech now and I feel Ooh. like it's working. Okay, perfect. And, um, and, and I, 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 I couldn't really pick somebody better for Al. I really couldn't. So, And I'm not just saying because she's here. I would say it anyway because I know it would probably get to her if she weren't. <laughs> um, no, but I do mean it, and it's um, it's exciting for everybody. And I love even that you joked about some of Albie's uh, girlfriends being forgettable in the past. 
because there is one moment when I look at you, I always remember, and it's about a strip club car wash business. Right. And you said you matured, like Albie's matured, and now he knows what he wants. Would you still open that today? Or would you still hope to? A cash business is a cash business. Uh, No, to be honest with you, um, this is not, uh, not that it's like some crazy reveal, but that's the first thing I ever said on a camera in my life. So you had to commit. So like, think, I'm 18 years old. I think it's a very enterprising We thought we were on a show that we'd get voted off at the end. Like, Housewives (laughs) was not a thing. Like, it wasn't a Survivor? And I would look out here more. I just can't see anything. It's fucking pitch black if you look out. So I'm looking. I don't need to be rude, but sorry, my language too. I apologize, but I've been like three hours just waiting. So <laughs> the uh, so um, the very first thing I ever said on camera was that I was 18 years old. They didn't. Do you remember this? They didn't tell us it was the Housewives franchise. Like that wasn't a thing that they ever explained to us because it wasn't a thing. New York didn't exist yet. Yes. Uh, it, no, they said it was called Jersey Girls. Right. It was called Jersey Girls. Jersey Girls. But the only and we're like part that's the fran- not going to that last. Point, it wasn't part of the franchise. Right. So my mom, this is a hundred percent true story. A, a couple of producers show up to my house. Jacqueline calls my aunt Jacqueline, Aunt Jacqueline, who we all love, uh, calls my mom and says, um, "There's producers coming to the house to interview you about a TV show." My aunt, uh, years previous, was on like a wedding show. Um, like a Sweet 16 show, but for weddings. And we weren't that weirded out by producers coming to the house. It just felt kind of natural because it was in the same kind of wake. And um, my mom said to me, they want uh, fancy people, so just be yourself and scare the shit out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Self-sabotage. I didn't want to be, I'm like... She said, whatever it is, I want nothing to do with it. Just be yourself. And they won't want anything to do with us. And then they wanted you. And what I told them was, if I had an hour of my life to do anything, and at the time, growing up, Gotti was a big show, it would be to beat the shit out of all the Gotti brothers at the same time. (laughs) I did that thinking they wouldn't want anything to do with me. We failed. (laughs) No, being too honest. Well, I don't care about them now. They're probably nice no, kids. He I don't said fucking the know. Most no, but I said that. No, I said that because I wanted to scare them. Because that was the biggest show at the time, and I was like, "What's going to scare them away?" And um, they they were pretty into. They were like, "Oh, your kids kind of seem nuts, and that that's fun." <laughs> and um, so then we did the strip club car wash thing because again, we weren't really. They didn't acknowledge what the show was at that point, so we were just trying to be weird. And um, they just kind of kept it going, and it was really never a true goal of mine. It was I've always been somebody. Never that, say never. No, listen, it's not the state for it. It's cold here. But it, uh, that, it just kind of became something that was, uh, funny enough, just, it, it just never went away. And it, not that I ever like, denounced it or anything. It was just silly, though. But I'm, again, I'm 34 years old now. So like, what dumb thing did you say in passing when you're 18 and you don't think it's ever going to... They didn't say it was on Bravo, nothing like that. So at the time, Bravo was like inside the actor's studio. But then the strip club car wash... <laughs> Ended up becoming a hot topic on The View. Yeah. When Caroline Manzo was on The View and... Shitted on him. Mama Bear had to step in and tell those ladies what was up. What do you remember from that moment? Because I, I remember watching it and just being like, holy crap, like Caroline Manzo from Jersey Housewives is defending the strip club car wash in a fight with The View co-host. It doesn't get better than that. You guys need to YouTube it. It's really good. Well, here's the thing. We, I went there and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be... I'm going to meet Barbara Walters. This is amazing, right? So I go... Uh, I believe Jacqueline was there and maybe Teresa, right? And uh, Barbara Walters was there at the time. And she walks into the 
green room next door to mine to say hello to a guest and you know thank you for coming on the show and I'm like Barbara's coming in I'm with here comes Barbara Barbara never showed oh. and she I, I it's like a name of an auto and like she couldn't be bothered to say hello at the time rest in peace Barbara whatever <laughs> Um, but the person that she went to say hello to is a woman that wrote a book on being a professional mistress. And I'm like, you know, not for nothing. I could understand if you felt like maybe we were a little lowbrow and you can't be bothered, but look who you're saying hello to, and you're not coming next door to say hello to me. <laughs> and I was offended by that. Fine, go do your thing, be professional. We go and we sit, and uh, they're all there. And they say to me, well, your son wants to open a strip club car wash. What do you think of that? And I'm like, what do I think of it? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, show me an 18-year-old with an entrepreneurial mind like this. <laughs> show me an 18-year-old that's brave enough to do what they want and has the courage enough to take the risk to do what they want. I will cut the ribbon if he ever opens a strip club car wash. And, and Danny and I will be like, there. Oh, yes. To watch you cut that ribbon. We'll be taking that Cadillac for the first wash. Yeah. And, and they didn't, you know, and I, and I kind of just looked at them like, you know, what are you, what are you trying to say? You know, I'm a mother that my son, he could be playing video games doing nothing all day long, 24-7, but he's thinking. He's, he's, he's ambitious. And Joy Behar leaned into me, and she gave me one of those, like, good for you kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I love but that. But short, we tried to scare them away with all these answers, and it just didn't work. And that, that, really, that is really the truth, I swear. But. They came and then to, they I killed her on South Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. Killed her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite moment anyway. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty amazing that's getting like, a, on, that's a South pretty, Park. That's an iconic thing. Yes. You know, it's yeah. her and Kenny. Like, you know, that's essentially who got the axe on South Park. We've had a, some great moments. We have. What from, uh, like, what would be some of your favorite moments if each of you could pick one? Of, from, on TV? On TV, or that came from TV. Because, I mean, you have, like, Chrissy Teigen watches. Like, there's so many celebrities. Well, yeah, Chrissy that's Teigen our, just yes. started an, another rewatch, and she was tweeting with you well, about no, it. Well, no, wait, Chris, see, here's the thing about us. Ooh. We never, you'll never see a photo of who we're hanging out with or what we're doing. We've had some pretty major people in our house doing some pretty wild, <laughs> fun things. Mm-hmm. You know, cooking and and... John Legend, Chrissy Teigen are in our kitchen and they have sticky notes on their forehead. And what's that game we're playing? Well, now it would be heads up, like like on your phone, but oh, we, it yeah. didn't, the app didn't exist yet, so we used post-its. And Aaron Andrews, and then and then they, they were frying chicken and cooking. Never a post, never a picture, because you have to respect who they are, and they just want to feel normal for five minutes. And we. we You'll never see those pictures or, or what we do and what we who we do with because we respect the fact that you know what sometimes you just want to feel normal. Yeah. Uh, you know we are D E A E F list celebrities compared to some of the people that have been in my home, and we I think we have we do a pretty good well, job that, respecting that. I'm not trying to sound like you know um, like a politician or anything, but like it's really not a matter of who we've hung out with or anything like that. We've had some cool exchanges with some regular people that have um, talked to about my mom about how they've come out or, or whatever because of certain conversations and or things I've seen on TV with uh, or people that with law school type of issues and things like that or, or myself was standing behind a son that had an idea that was maybe unconventional. And um, there's not been, there's been a lot of times, like probably my favorite exchange, I swear to God, we were in Hoboken. Do you, think, do you already know what I'm going to say? The first day we moved into our apartment in Hoboken. 
some random ass guy came up to us and he's like, uh, the chances of me running into you are insane, but I just told this girl I'm on a first date with that you were my cousin. <laughs> I, he had the I same, hope they're he married had the same now. Last name. Again, His last I'll, name is Manzo. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't do yeah. like the, the name. I'll do the, like I'll, we've met some people. I'm not saying this is like the biggest thing that ever happened, but this is my favorite thing that ever happened. And he was like, my last name is Manzo. And I said that I was your cousin. So I was like, just shut the fuck up and sit down. We got I, you. We got you. <laughs> what's your name? What? What's your name? Yeah. You know? like, also, what's your name? <laughs> like, Kevin. Kevin, whatever it is. So let's go with Kevin. We're like, this sick bastard, Kevin. What are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> we were like, nudging his head. And like, what are you doing with this maniac over here? And then he was like, thank you so much. And we just, we were, 20 we minutes like, later. Can you please tell your mother hello for me? God? And then he. We, we, we all come to the bar. 20 minutes later, he's making out with this girl. <laughs> And he grabs us, and he's like, you guys are the Thank best. You. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my and God. The best wingman. That's it. And it was just, you know, if we could do things like that. Yeah. Uh, yes, I Make love that. Make around the world. Yeah. It's, it's cool it's shit, too. Worth but like, it. you, know, you meet a celebrity, they don't remember you. That's the truth. Like, you meet a celebrity, they don't remember you. So we don't really look at those moments as something that was like, that was the coolest shit that we ever did on the show. But we impacted a lot of very normal lives on a very regular basis in ways that we didn't try to do. You know, things that we just struggled with on TV that we were embarrassed that we were sharing, whether it be Lauren with her weight loss or Al with law school. I didn't really struggle. I was great. Um, <laughs> but the um, but the idea of the way people kind of responded to, to our struggles, uh, obviously I'm joking, but as a family and the way they related and the way that it maybe, um, you know, I had a thing with my dad when I thought about moving out of New Jersey and he's, I, would be, I would feel like a failure as a father if you moved out of New Jersey. And... Um, it's fucking heavy. Like, no one needs that. That's intense, yeah. That was right? heavy. A lot. Um, but people, you know, talk to me about yeah. that. So the, the idea that, you know, people at a regular dinner table feel the need or, or feel, um, not the need, but uh, feel empowered to kind of have a conversation they weren't comfortable having because we just yeah. lived our normal lives. The world lives, is a better cool. place because we know the man's yes. 100%. Yeah. That's okay. not what I said. <laughs> I love, yeah. Now it's time to play a game with these boys. Because <laughs> we all, but because it's a thing, because we know you guys, we feel so well, but of course, mom knows best. Mom does know best. So we're going to play a little game called This Son or That Son. We're going to ask some questions. Caroline's going to write the answer on her way. Oh whiteboard. my God, they've been out of the house so long. They're strangers to me now. Let's see. <laughs> we'll see if her sons agree with her, her answers. Actually, I gave you a whiteboard for, it's just Caroline. We share one. Oh, got it, good. Okay. That's way less pressure. Oh, no, just, no just you get the whiteboard. Oh, the whiteboard, I mean, okay. We're not whiteboard famous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first question here is, which son calls mom more? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Lauren's like, I got uh, this game. I mean, it depends on like yeah. what the conversation yeah, is. Because I'll just send her random pictures of monkeys oh, and yeah, shit. I, 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 yeah, I, I would go with Chris. I mean, I, I, well, that's not your question, man. Oh, uh, is Mom's that not question. how the game works? Did I ruin yeah. the game? She has her answer. Show it, show it. Show it. Wow. It's oh, all right. Oh, okay. I love my mother very much. I like to talk to her. It's nice. You're allowed mm-hmm. to call your mom. No, Chris and yeah. I text a lot. Like, we, we have this thing. It's we both love monkeys. monkeys. And we'll send pictures, each other pictures of monkeys. She sent me a picture of a monkey in a tuxedo jacket the other day. <laughs> so it's, that's, yeah. that's you. you. And that's essential. Yeah. Where Al, Al and I will have conversations like, Mom, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Well, Chris and I, is just a picture of some, or food. We picture. <laughs> Recipes of food all the time. Yeah. Oh, well, kind of on that trend, which son is the better cook? Uh, Don't even write it. (laughs) That's quick. Okay. It's Chris. Uh, All right, so we're all in agreement that it's I know how to cook cook three things. He doesn't know how to cook at all. 
That's true. Okay. 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 Oh. Hey, Laura, Laura, you're, you're just all... Laura, you got page six covered for at least the next three weeks. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're solid. The show's going to yeah. end. Laura's like, and another thing. The grilled cheese can make it for another time. On Sundays, they all come and they all, you know, Chelsea and and Lauren help with the antipasto and the shopping and stuff like that. Chris helps cook. Al Al worries about the wine. Okay. That's it. I can feel you being like an ambiance guy, too. Yeah, that's it. That's my thing. Kind of you. That's it's truth. (laughs) All right, next question. You're good with the music. Have a Sunday without me and see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which son spoils their niece, Marky Moore? Oh, that's a really difficult question. No, it's not. Laura <laughs> oh. <laughs> knows. No. Or it might just be a difficult question because the answer is too easy. No, no, no. no. Okay. Oh. So who do you right, think? Let's go. Oh. I think it's Al. Okay. I I'm not gonna say anything. I, I think she likes me more. It's Al. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Al. Chris and Marky have a really great relationship. Al truly lives and breathes for that child. Roblox every night. Oh. No, I can't compete. You're, you're the best. <laughs> we do that. We we have our. You guys know what Roblox are, and everybody. Have, yeah. yeah. So I had to get put up on that. <laughs> I have Facetime Roblox dates with Marky, and she won't. This is your fault. Yeah, two Roblox dates. Yeah, several. Well, now it's, there's a third. But the point is, she doesn't say goodbye on Facetime. She just hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know. No, no, she's just over you. It's just over. And then I, you know, but otherwise, no, nah, she's, she's the best thing. Every yeah. night, baby fever. Aww. Do we, do we have baby fever, Albie and Chelsea? Is that a thing well, that I gotta, we want I soon? Mean, you know, she, I, she played the money in October. It was pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, look, I think, uh, I, you know what? I, I talk to my dad about this a lot. And um, I, there's a ton of pressure for that to be a boy. I'm Albert the fourth. So... I say I don't have a decision to make to my third kid because I said to Chell, I was like, whatever the girl's name is, you know, I'm not even going to argue because the boy's got to be Albert. But um, it's very it, – I'm excited because it, it is truly hard for me to conceptualize loving a single thing more than I love Marky. So if that exists, like, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited for, for all that, you know. Uh, so. That's so sweet. A new Roblox, oh, buddy. Okay, yeah, right? well, while you guys are also – well, you guys are very sweet. You're both, I feel, very silly. So I'm wondering, which son pulled the best pranks on the Bravo crew back in the day? Oh, oh. this is good, actually. And if there's a story, we have to hear I have it. one. Please tell I us. fired okay. somebody over the microphone over pretending I was a producer. <laughs> yeah. uh, we- okay, okay, so it's Chris. Wait, tell us more about We had a producer that. used to talk like this. And he used to talk like, hey. You guys are Nate. You guys are Nate. You know Nate Green? You know Carlos. He's from Pop. Nate. From Nate. Nate. I don't know Nate. Nate. Oh. I, I don't he does know the Miami, all the Miami, the doctor show in Miami. Oh. Nate's awesome. And okay. he works with his brother Cooper, who talks like that as well. And um, so he, he's just a very distinct voice. And I used to do a really good impression of him. And what, I didn't think anybody, I thought everyone in like the cult, the best part of filming the show is the crew, without a doubt. The sound people, the camera people, like we just, the producers, we have a very good time with them. There are rules at Bra- This is not a joke because of the things Chris and I. A lot of them. Would, there are several rules. They'll only FaceTime people now. You could only take a limo if you're going to watch what happens to one place. One place because of me. <laughs> You're not allowed fault. to drink on set during interviews anymore. My fault. Like, <laughs> well, that's Bravo shit, not New Jersey <laughs> shit. Like, Bravo doesn't do the, they don't do these things. <laughs> what did you do in the limo? I just took it everywhere. I was out, <laughs> I was out till like 7 a.m. And here's the thing I wasn't, it was her car. Oh. <laughs> 
So, like, the limo from Bravo, like, took her to her woken apartment at the time, and I was like, we're going to stay out. Okay. And I just grabbed the group of dudes that like, were 23 years old. Was the driver came out with us. We were, yeah. in, we were in Hoboken, where Frank Sinatra lives, singing Woo! New York, New York, I think it was. For NBC it was. Universal to be like, that was too much money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. The girls in so, Beverly Hills land, they're like, I can't take a limo? What? No, yeah. oh, that, totally our fault. For real. I'm not even kidding. So, um, there was another rule, though. What was it? Uh, drinking when, when you, you can't you get there side uh we were doing interviews at our whole book apartment it was the last day of of shooting and uh we were just you know having a good time with it and whatever and i guess uh you know just they, for the prank part yeah, i do a good joe judice and a good nate green yes so i would like we had radios and the thing with the show is like they record your real life and um there's just like but they, they have unions, right? So they have hours. Like the people that film, they have hours that they can film and they can't. But they have these radios. And the radios are like never off. So you can grab the radio and you can be like, I read the one on Joe Judice and on your own movie. And I would like just tell someone to like get me a drink. And then someone would bring Joe Judice a drink. And he's like, So then there was Nate. And I really, I swear, I really thought everybody knew that I was like fucking with them. But I'd be like, hey, it's Nate. And, I, I, and he sounded like Ashley. Remember my cousin Ashley? He sounded like Ashley a little bit. So I would be like, hey, it's Nate. And I'd like, Nate for, I'll say Caroline, I don't remember. So if you like, you need somebody, like, Nate for Caroline, right? And that's like, hey, Caroline, go for Caroline. So I'd be like, I'm way too much curtain peeling back here. But the, I would go, Nate for Caroline. And they're like, Caroline to go. And I was like, fuck. She believed me. I was like, I'm disgusted with your work. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. He did. You got to get up and go. You're fired. And I thought that was ridiculous. Like, no one would believe that. She started crying. No. And I was like, that was me. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. And she didn't believe me at all. And it was a whole fucking thing. Oh, my God. And now so- we have rules inspired by the Manzo boys. There are legitimate rules. Okay. Because and that's history. Shit well, now I they was, FaceTime I, I, everybody. They're like, let me see your yeah. face to make sure you're not firing I was, me. Uh, I was way nicer. About well, we did Millionaire Matchmaker. Uh, he cried too. Don't thing. pretend you were nice. No, I was in the limo on the way over, and I told him me and Chris got into a fight. And Chris punched me and broke my nose, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't coming. And I don't know why he crying. cried about that. It was his first executive producer job. <laughs> and he started wow. crying. What a what a legacy. It was funny at the time. It sounds mean now, but it was funny. I, I bet I, it was. I I mean I feel you guys have so many stories, which is why I want to just talk to you guys forever. But I feel I feel we have to wrap. I know. Our time has come to a close, Mainly because I see the drinks sad. are empty, and I want you guys to get another one. Yes. Can we please you, give it up for the Manzos. the Manzos? Thank you guys so thank much. Thank you guys so and much. And thank you all for coming. Then, Stop by the Escalade V outside, too. There's little infos. You get a gift. It's a great time. And really, I appreciate all of you guys and Lauren, Ramona, and Avery. They had a dinner, as Ramona would have. But we thank you guys so much for yes, coming. Yes, thank you so much. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.